for my ally is the Force. And a powerful ally it is. Life creates it. Makes it grow. Its energy surrounds us and binds us. Luminous beings so we, not this crude matter. You must feel the force around you. You, between you, me, the tree, rock, everywhere. I am a Jedi, like my father before me. You don't know the power of the dark side. If you strike me down, I shall become more powerful than you can possibly imagine. Welcome to episode 63 of Blue Harvest, a Star Wars podcast. I'm your host, Halls Burkhart. And I'm your host, Will Witten. And we got a special guest in the studio this week. Yes, we do. Someone who, coincidentally enough, was our first guest ever on Blue Harvest. He hasn't been back in a little while. The one and only Jeff Ling. Hello, hello. Welcome back, Jeff. Yeah, it's good to be back. It's good to have you back. So we got some business to take care of before we get into the show proper. Hawes, give them the business. We got shirts for sale. If you want a shirt, a mug, a notebook, a hoodie, baseball tee, whatever. They do all kinds of stuff at this Tee Public. You can get those at tpublic.com slash blueharvestpodcast. Uh, what was I going to say? There was something else I was going to say about those. Um, oh, we got two designs. I'm a little out of it tonight. They got two designs. Been drinking old fashions. They got two designs. It has been an old fashioned night. Ooh, ooh. They they got two. <laughs> ooh, ooh, old fashioned. They uh they got two designs: Baloney Big Mac and the Blue Harvest logo. The new Blue Harvest logo created by our genius buddy Evan DeCellis. Thank you so much for that. We got some stuff in the works with Evan. Yes, we do. Maybe he- a couple of T-shirts. They won't be anytime soon. We're not gonna. Put out a whole bunch at once. We're just space them out for you guys. And then um, something, a super secret project we can't talk about, but you'll probably hear about as the year, the months, days and weeks go by. Oh, man, I am fucking out of it. <laughs> no, dude, we just saturate the market. Just saturate the market in like 50 shirts. Fuck you, Evan. Um, you're a cool guy, but fuck you. You're going to have to work like 10 times as hard. Oh. Don't 20. listen to him, Megan. I would never say fuck you, even in a joking 20 way. 20 shirt designs. I made right sad now. face when he said that. I was like, no, don't say that he about didn't. Evan. He did I seen it. No. No. Um, we love you, by the way. But uh, Dude, if Jeff were my boss, I'd quit. That's <laughs> no shit, right? He's got that work ethic, man. Yeah. Well, it's Chinese economics, fast and efficient. <laughs> well, I was about to say, it's like you've been working for Mola Ram and Temple of Doom, <laughs> hiring kids to fucking... Excavate the Shankara stones. Kalima! 
diamonds. Um, no time for love. Dr. So yeah, tpublic.com slash Blue Harvest Podcast for all your Blue Harvest product needs. Uh, oh, also, I don't know if uh, they include this information in like on a little sheet when you get a shirt, um, but our buddy Jeremy, the sparse space barbarian, clued me in on something. These, I guess, are, are digitally printed. So when you um, when you wash them the first time or first couple of times, you should turn them inside out. I'm I'm show off my project. Look, there's the Goose Pain Baloney Big Mac shirt. Check it out. It's excellent. Oh yeah. That's a lady yeah. shirt. Obviously, I am not wearing that. And then here is a Blue Harvest shirt. Oh sweet, so sweet. It came out pretty good. Great it is the dopeness. Okay. So moving on from that, if you want uh, to follow us on Twitter, you can at Blue Harvest Pod. You can like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash Blue Harvest Podcast. And you can email us if you have a question or comment at Blue Harvest Podcast at gmail.com. Getting it together. So, uh, like I said before, it's been a little while since we've had Jeff on. And we it was, it was so long ago, in fact, that we didn't do the Star Wars questions with him. So we're going to make that right this week. And we're going to do a little news, and then we got a bunch of emails and a voice email. A voice question to cover. Uh-oh. So we got a packed night tonight, so why don't we move on? Uh, first off, I have a little audio to play for you guys. You know, uh, two weeks ago, our buddy Sal from Making Star Wars' is Now This Is Podcasting was on the show. Right. The martial artist, a badass well, his cosplayer. Ap- his appearance came up on... Um, was brought up on uh, episode 141 of Now This Is Podcasting. It's the latest episode. Really? Yes. And I didn't play this audio for either of you guys because I wanted to get your reaction live. Well, I'm glad you did. Um, but it's pretty funny. I'll go ahead and say that. Uh, also, I asked Jason his permission to do this. I'm not just fucking bootlegging their shit and being like, oh, I'm playing your podcast on my podcast, yeah, motherfucker. Right. Say this shit about... Oh, well, you'll see. Uh, while you guys were at Comic-Con, do you know what I did last week? What did you do? I went and talked to my boys over at Blue Harvest. Mm-hmm. That was pretty cool. Pretty fucking traitor. Talked about Star Wars. Well, I couldn't get down to the live uh, podcast. <laughs> I just, I just, I wasn't there. So uh, I went and, I went so and. What did, what did that, that filthy Haas put in your head? No, man. He what talked did he tell to, you? It's not true. He, he going to do a Klieg Lars. I, I'm trying to convince him to do a tank trooper and like right. outfit his whole kit as a tank Haas rides around in a wheelchair yeah because so, that's just so gangster him doing yeah. the, the Klieg Lars that would be that'd be pretty yeah badass. but I just want him to walk around and like anytime anybody ever like looks at him or says something to him I just want him to go like Klieg Lars how about, Shmi is my wife how about right. he dresses up as the Karate Kid and we just sweep the leg a lot on him because he won't even be able to fill it Dude, a man can't stand he can't fight that's not that's not even that, that's not even a thing can't <laughs> man can't yeah. see he man can't. can't fight I mean but but I mean with using like science that's not even Star math. Wars. This has nothing to do. <laughs> no, it's do with Karate Kid. I see. Jason totally missed your your connection here, and he's going just going yeah. For he's it. just like just... any costume in the world. Yeah, let's dress him up as cyborg. No, but I just want to kick Haas in the leg a lot. Can we dress Haas up as the plane from Top Gun? <laughs> yeah, yeah, we can do that. Too. <laughs> we can do that. We can put him in a flat spin. And like he, he can shoot, <laughs> he, he can shoot like a little goose out, and goose will die. 
Oh, and, no. then, and then we'll, we'll get that Force Awakens piano guy who does the trailers. Right, yeah. And he'll do fucking Great Balls of Fire oh, real sad, oh. like in a minor. <laughs> that's what they play, right? Do they? Yeah, they were, yeah, Great Balls of Fire. She's like, how long have you guys been doing that? And they're like, since puberty. And we're like, oh, you guys. <laughs> fucking guys. Best friends forever. <laughs> Until you died, Goose. Die. Fucking loser. Mm-hmm. Fucking Tank bad. Trooper, Haas. Tank Trooper. Tank Trooper. Now, um... Yeah, so there's this thing called Star Wars. It yeah. ended up not being at. So yeah, that's uh. Apparently, I'm gonna dress up as. <laughs> My favorite one is definitely the plane from Top Gun. The, the plane from Top Gun. Putting me in a top in a, in a in a spin. Right. Man. Good times. Good times. That's hilarious. Someone, I don't want to say who You're it is. You're gonna have to dress up as Klee Glars now. Oh, I know. I talk too much shit about it. Someone. And I don't want to say who, because they, they meant well. They messaged me about that on Twitter, and they were like, did you hear the beginning of Now This Is Podcasting? And I was like, yeah, of course, talking about sweeping my leg and making me the plane from Top Gun. And they were like, okay, I just wanted to make sure you were cool with that. Like oh, I was wow. going to be all butthurt about it. And yeah, so I was yeah, like, yeah. What? What's to be butthurt about? I mean, it's, it's all in good fun. Those I mean, your, if we're going really weird, we should just put your brain in a jar and be one of the fucking spiders in Jabba's fucking palace. That's fucked up, man. You want to take my brain out of my head? Okay, okay, we can do that. Omar or, Monk? Well, at least I'm going Star Wars. I would, my first choice would have been brain and stomach crang. Now, I like that. Now, I like that a lot. Because my face could be the brain, could be crang. And then I'd build up the whole body ahead right. of me. Like, you know what yes. I'm saying? Yes. And like, I, it could be like uh, marionette style with his arms and shit. Yeah, yeah. Crang in a wheelchair. Right. There we go. Old Krang. And then make Jesse ch- dress up as Shredder and push me around. <laughs> 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 you guys could be Bebop and Rocksteady. We'll have the whole crew. I'd be down. Mm. Hell yeah. That's that's that that kind of costume will win you a fucking award. It would. At a con. It would. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't have the skills to pull this off, so we better... Sal <laughs> Poor Sal. Hey, Sal, can you help me build this impossible can you contraption? Help me build this impossible <laughs> wheelchair attachment crane? Uh, Over Skype? Know. So I'm on Skype, like holding like this? costuming foam and being like, do I do this? No, no, don't do it. <laughs> Not like that. Not yeah. like, stop. You're going to cut your finger off. Yeah, this will be ready in about 2020. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, by the time they do the next reboot of the Ninja Turtles. I'll have this costume ready. And people will be like, nice. Oh, that's very nice. Can I get a picture? <laughs> I need to go ahead and sign up for the we- uh, the website now, wheelchaircrang.com. <laughs> yeah, you know go ahead and lock that down. Lock it down, because then when it comes and around... And you I could, could charge like, people for going to their birthday parties or making appearances at their events. I could quit my fucking job. You'll just be driving around Birmingham, and there'll be these big neon post cardboard... You know, like poster board, and it'll say wheelchair crank available for birthday parties. Call. I don't have my number. And you should get a convertible, and then you should carry the hey, crank no. top around, and like drive <laughs> around with like signs on your car. On your car, like, it says wheelchair wheelchair crank. How could I get the? There's there's not enough Wheel, wheelchair crank for president. <laughs> wheelchair crank. <laughs> Make like Dimension this. X great again. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Oh. Zinger. Well, on that beautiful zinger. Thanks, guys, by the way, making Star Wars, guys. Um, uh, We we should move on to Jeff's questions. What do you think? 
I think we should. Jeff got on to me about this a few weeks back. Did he really? We were on the headset, and he was like, you know what I've, I've been thinking? Uh, I was on the podcast twice, and you didn't do the Star Wars questions with me. I was like, oh, fuck, he's right. <laughs> it's because we didn't have that idea yet. Yeah. So, here's your Star Wars questions. Who do you think has the most luscious dick in Star Wars? Oh. No, I'm just kidding. What are your first uh, experiences or memories with Star Wars? How did you first discover Star Wars? First experience with Star Wars. Um, geez, probably the original TIE Fighter on PC. Nice. That was your introduction into Star Wars? Yeah, someone had um, bootlegged it onto about probably 30 floppy disks and <laughs> installed that. And nice. It. Didn't understand, though, um, because I was like, wait, the TIE Fighter's a bad guy, so I should be blowing up Star Destroyers. And I was just blowing up my own team. That was great. Nice. You were a traitor. Yeah, I was. I was a traitor. Um, um, so you brought up a video game, so I thought maybe I should... Um there was something from your childhood that delights me. It's one of my favorite childhood stories I've ever heard. And it's the what your parents made you do <laughs> when you were a kid to play Nintendo. It is classic. So my fifth birthday, um, God, 91, got the original NES. Best fifth birthday ever. Me and my friends oh, were just playing the ever-loving shit out of it. Duck Hunt, Super Mario. You still have this. that Nintendo. I still have it. Still works. Still works to this day. It, the only reason I have a 20-inch CRT in my room. This man is dedicated. Yes. But got that. Started playing it. Next day, I was like, Mom, can I play the Nintendo? Because I did not know how to work the inputs on the TV. Mom was like, yeah, you can play it after you do your 20 math problems. The most stereotypical Asian thing that could ever happen in my life. Your mom used to make you do math problems to play Nintendo. Yeah, that probably went on for about... Until you were 25. (laughs) Yeah, and actually it went on until I bought the Xbox with my own money. (laughs) Yeah, it was like, well, I can't make you do math problems. You paid for that one, so I guess you can. You're out of it. My then. man went. This is how, my man went five generations between. He got an NES and then his next video game console, Xbox 360. Wow! It was the ta- the tail end of the 360 because yeah. it was the Halo 4 edition. He was like, "I'm going to jump in on this sinking ship right now." But he's you've <laughs> been a lifelong gamer. You've been playing video games. He, oh and, yeah, yeah. He, well, he played a lot of PC. Yeah, you, see, we you say that and you act like. This man played a fucking Nintendo for 15 years. He was big into PC games. Yeah, he was. But anytime we played Guitar Hero or Fight Night. Or oh, like... he was always in the mix. Right. Uh, this dude uh, used to come over to my house. This was before we really knew you, before you were living at the house. Where right. He'd bring his laptop. He'd bring a couple of bags of Curly Q Cheetos. You know, they're the puffs that are curled. Right. And he don't drinking. make those anymore, by they the way. Don't. They don't. I'm upset. Discontinued. I bet you, you could get them off of eBay. Do you remember the paws? Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. I don't think they make those either, but those are really good. And he would bring that in a case of root beer. Yeah. Right? We were rebels. <laughs> Without a cause. <laughs> like like in Rogue One, I rebel. Yeah. We rebelled. Right. Right? On some. And we sat in my room, Jeez, me on my PC, he, him on his laptop, playing WoW. And then going outside and swimming in the pool. We're I'm, we're in college. This is not like if I told you the story and you were like, "Oh, we were 13, You'd be like, "Yeah, that's fucking sounds like a good summer." No, we were college single guys in college, holed up in my cave of a room, 
fucking playing WoW all day. Swim breaks and then polish the night off by going to fucking McDonald's. Oh yeah. This, this was, was this was the time when they had the two for two Big Macs for five dollars deal. Oh wow. <laughs> this dude would eat. I saw it on many occasions. No, I've seen Jeff push it away. He put down the double Big Mac meal. Fries and a drink too, bro. Yeah, oh no. The, the, fries are you kidding? No. Is there a question about that? Is no that... question. Apple pies to go with. And then we'd get ossified drunk at night and play some more WoW. Yeah, sounds about right. That was my... That sounds like a great day. Like, junior year in college. This was my last year in college. Well, no, that was the summer before I was like, this college thing blows. I'm going to be awesome and just drop out. <laughs> <laughs> Pull the ripcord on this. I went into a dead spin. <laughs> I was goose, and I ejected and didn't make it out. I I flunked out of college once and then ha- I had to go back to give it the very last push and get my degree. Like the one time I was working and then I was partying and I was like, God, I need to make time for school. But the working and the partying is just too important. But it took enough of like working my ass off and breaking my back to be like, oh, I have to get this damn degree. And then I powered through. Powered through. Making A's and shit. <laughs> it takes some work and to realize that school's important. Um. What's the next Star Wars question? What's your favorite Star Wars movie? Ooh, favorite Star Wars Empire. 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 I mean, you open with I agree, the Battle so. of Hoth. Oh. Just amazing. I love a goddamn probe droid for some reason. <laughs> Man in a bathtub. Man in a bathtub. Man in a bathtub. So how old were you in 99 when the prequel started? Jeez, 99, I was... 13. Okay. So what was your reaction to... Well, you you actually went to the premiere of Revenge of the Sith with me. Yes. I totally forgot about that. Yeah, you were there for that. Yeah, we were there for that. You stood in line to get tickets? Yeah. Yeah, we did that. So what did you think of the prequels, by the way? Being 13, I was like, this is amazing. And then subsequent, you know, screenings, I was like, "Uh, it's it's okay and then eventually it just became just me crying yeah it's that bad you know it's one of those things so well okay so one one wasn't that bad it was two definitely kind of killed me a little bit three i was like okay it it finished it out yeah the thing that killed me was one not bad because they still film locations they Be- did. They being, did film a lot of locations. In being the older now, I was like, okay, I can appreciate one again because they actually did at least some stuff location practical. Everything after that being all green screen. And right. I don't even know if it's that necessarily because there's a lot of green screen in The Force Awakens. I don't know if it's on the. It's not on the level because they wouldn't have gone to Skellig Michael to film if that was filmed during the prequel era under George Lucas. He would have green screened the Jedi Island with the temple and stuff. Right. I, I, I fully believe that. Um, it's the change from, because one was shot on film, and then two is the weirdest looking one to me, because it was the first time a major movie like that had been shot on a digital camera completely. So, there is a weird, like, I still think uh, The Phantom Menace is beautiful, like, as a movie. Like, that's a beautiful fucking movie. Right. 
<laughs> but there there is some weirdness with the combination of green screen and those early sort of digital cameras for um especially two got a little better with three yeah two um, was such a juxtaposition it felt like visually yeah um what about the force awakens what'd you think of that amazing you liked it oh yeah it was like the return to form for me because i remember we had talked about it after we went to the um premiere mm-hmm. and i was freaking out we got to be a little better with getting premiere tickets this year <laughs> because we got split up into two different theaters yeah yeah we our showing was what like the half hour later yeah i, I mean believe. it's not but like it would have been cool if we could have all been in the theater like right. you and josh and Steve and Cindy were all in a separate theater. Yeah. Um, so for Rogue One, we got to be a little more on our Yeah, game. definitely. I don't, I don't think ticket sales... I, I'm sure they will sell out. I don't think it'll be day of like it was with The Force Awakens. I don't see that happening. I could be wrong. Um, and I want to go to a little nicer theater. I would like to go to the one out at Patton Creek, where we saw it in 3D IMAX. Right. That was probably the best version of that movie I saw in the theaters. Agreed. Yeah, that I took my parents out, I believe, like the week or two after, and we saw it there, and it, yeah, it was <sighs> amazing. It's probably the nicest theater we got here. Um, what about uh, what about Rogue One? Are you looking forward to that? What are your thoughts on Rogue One? You know, I'm looking forward to it. Um, I really am. It's just one of those things where everyone's kind of, oh, they're doing reshoots and stuff, and, you know, they're planting that seed, and it's like... Uh, I'm getting cautious, but I'm still very optimistic and really looking forward to it. I think the reshoots are a good thing. Yeah, you know, it's one of those things where it can go either way, and I think it's for the better, obviously. Yeah. Um, I think it only makes a better movie. Had I not liked The Force Awakens as much as I did, I would be worried. But they won me over with The Force Awakens. Like, that was the big test for me, whether... You know, a new company in Disney, you know, running Star Wars would be able to produce something I liked. That was a big test for me. If you're going to take the reins, you better be responsible. Right. And um, and the fact that I like The Force Awakens enough sort of makes me feel positive for at least a little while going forward. That doesn't mean it can't go off the rails. Yeah. You know, that's always a risk. And uh, I say it a, a good bit with a new Star Wars movie every year. For who knows how long, there's going to be a bad one. Like there will be that one where I people just like hate the idea of that. That's that's worse than the prequels. I'm sure I'm going to like it because it hurts my soul. I, I don't think I've really seen anything Star Wars that I don't like. I mean, I'm sure it's going to happen, but like I like you know the special not special dish holiday special. Okay, yeah, it's bad, but I like it in that sort of it's so bad it's cheesy sort it's of way. Raw and like and weird. It's and very seventies. It is. Um, what about, or what do you want to see in episode eight Ooh. moving forward? What would you like to see? Where would you like to see the story go? What would you like to see more or less of? What do you want to see happen? Jeez. Off that's the top a, of your yeah, head. That's, you know what I would really love to see is just because of the way it worked out. I would love to see more of just Poe being a badass. Just oh, really yeah. seeing everything dive more into it's really satisfying. Yeah, we got a little bit of it, and obviously the way the um, the movie played out. But I would just love to see him just more, like more a little more of his backstory. Just 
it doesn't have to be a huge exposition, but just like touching on just like right. a little bit of history there. Yeah. I could definitely go for a little more Poe. Poe Dameron's definitely a badass. <laughs> yeah, that's I, that's the one thing. Like uh, I was saying before the movie came out, like if they give us good characters, that's like that's the main what I saw to be the main um, hurdle they had to cross or road they I don't bridge they had to burn. I don't know. You pick your analogy. <laughs> I don't know. You sunk my battleship. Whatever they had, that's the thing they had to do to really nail the the if they got the characters right right that was most important because right, right. you're gonna have these characters in a movie with han leia chewy it's all got a little bit of loot. right you know what i'm saying and if they got to be good enough characters to compete with those characters that we've loved for so long right whatever and i feel like they did that like there's not a single character new character in the force awakens that i'm like man that's a terrible character like i don't really like hux but it's not it's just not my bag. Like, I thought the dude did a good job, but, you know, it's not like I'm like, oh, yeah, fucking General Hux is the shit. I mean, who whose favorite character is the sassy Imperial leader? Like, there's definitely someone out there. I know that's out their there. favorite like, character. I'm sure. And that's fine. You know, whatever. Whatever. You know? I mean, that's fine if it is, but. Uh... Like, someone that saw, like, a new hope and just thought. Moff Tarkin, I love middle management. <laughs> yeah, I love middle management. <laughs> um, who's your favorite character? This will be the last question for you. Fav- favorite character? Are we talking all time? All time Star Wars. Any? It doesn't have to be in any. I'm not saying one trilogy over the other. Who's your favorite Star Wars character? Ooh. Jeez. Out of everyone, the Honestly, I think the best arc, me personally, Han. Han had one of the best arcs. Yeah. That's true. I, You know, I love the fact that he's like, I know it's the, this is old news, but like the fact that he's like all like it's true, all of it. You know what I'm saying? The fact that he goes from being honky religions and ancient weapons are no good, no blaster at your side. I'm fucking out of it tonight. This is <laughs> this is like freeform jazz podcasting. I'm just fucking babbling. All right. Um, yeah, man. I love me that Han Solo arc. What do you got to say, Will? Take come on, take up the mic and <laughs> fucking help me out. Can I have one of these? You've had, oh, yeah. I I believe we've covered all our bases on asking him his questions. I know, but do you not have anything to add to Han Solo? Like, I mean, he's, how is your week? Been? I mean, Han Solo's my favorite, you know, character. One of mine. Okay. I also love Obi Wan Kenobi. I've said that before. Obi Wan Kenobi is yes. one of my favorite characters. Um, so before we started recording, you guys missed this. I'll bring it up again to see if maybe we can't get some listeners to write in and and join t- Team Mystic with me and Jeff. But Jeff and I were trying to get Will to start playing Pokemon Go with us before we started recording. Oh man, I I'm I'm just not. I don't feel Pokemon like. I, I I missed it. I, I was I, older than Pokemon when it when it. And hit. I'm older than you, so I understand. I never played a Pokemon game. Right. Right. I recently picked one up on a sale on uh, my 3ds. Started playing around on it. I was like, yeah, this is pretty fun. Granted, it's not something I can see, like sitting there and playing for hours. But to jump on for like an hour and catch some Pokemon and advance the story just a little bit, it's fun. Okay. 
This Pokemon Go, though, I was just now able to start playing it because my phone wouldn't load it for a while. Right. I did a fucking update and a wipe and shit on my phone. Now I can play it. Totally into it. Totally into this Pokemon Go. And I don't give a fuck about Pokemon. <laughs> Pokemon. Pokemans. Pokey ladies. You know what I'm saying? I just don't. Those pocket monsters? I don't want to give it all the information that it needs to operate. GPS oh, come on, Mr. Chemtrails, Reptile, no. <laughs> Reptilian, Elite, fucking <laughs> Joe Rogan, powerful, powerful, <laughs> fucking David Icke, conspiracy motherfucker. Hey, man. I, that's it's Pokemon I, Go. I'm it's Nintendo. Not. It's Nintendo and Niantic. <laughs> well, if we're worried about information like leaking out there, I read an article about how people can pick up information off of the sound waves from the speakers on your computer. So at this point, I'm like, you know what? If people want to know stuff, they're going to find it out. So, hey, whatever. I'm going to have fun doing it. That's true. So, and plus, just make up a fake Gmail account. You can do that. Sign up with that. Oh. Boom. You'll be in. It's you know so what it is, Hawes? It's what because is it? I, I'm an anime guy. You know that, right? Like, I like I anime. I, it's not the, the, silly, the Pokemon is silly. Bro, like, that's fine. I'm not asking you to start watching it's the like show the and get a Pikachu tattoo on your butthole. Collecting I'm not things. asking you to do that. It is a the Pokemon Go. It's, it's just a fun phone game. Like, if they took this same game and changed it to fucking... Star Wars characters. Go catch Star Wars I'm characters. I'm going to walk around downtown with my camera out looking for eggs, looking for Pikachus. Yes, yes that's exactly Come what you're doing. Come here, And you're going to have a good goddamn time while you're doing it. I've only been playing this game for one day. One day. Okay, so what if they changed it? What if they released, like, the same thing, GPS space, but it was literally just the Dragon Ball radar, and there are only seven Dragon Balls, and you had to find them. Well, that would be something totally different that I would totally be into because I like Dragon Ball Z. Okay. But, but I don't I'm just care saying, for Pokemon. I don't either. I don't either, Will. <laughs> I don't. But this game is fun. It's just yeah, not you know, my bag. You know I don't steer you wrong on the issues of I, video I games. I hear what you're saying. It's probably an entertaining program. It like is an entertaining program. <laughs> it's probably very nice. We could go on <laughs> Pokemon hunts and rub our beards together. Be, oh, no. You could you could just play the fun game where you name every Pokemon after either the person next to you when you catch it, or like Star Wars characters, like crossover. Here we go. Oh no! Come on, Will. You want me to go catch Pokemon with you? I do. We'll go out. We'll get a little brunch. Go on a mandate. A little brunch. I'll wipe a little yolk out of your beard. Oh, you got a little something there. Oh, it's a little egg yolk. A little hash brown. <laughs> All I ever needed. We'll stop by the fucking store, pick up a couple of pops, nice soda pops. Soda pops. You'll have a soda pop, I'll have something that's not soda. A smart we'll water. Smart water. And we'll hit the road, my friend. We'll hit the road and we'll catch all the pokey guys. Well, you see, you, <laughs> the pokey guys. You can't, well, like, don't you have to walk or go slow? Motherfucker. We'll, like, roll, you know, roll. I'm not saying, I'm not saying. <laughs> or cruise. I'm not saying that. We're going to drive the whole time. We'll drive to destinations and hunt Pokemons at destinations. I, I we'll go didn't realize that's how it works. Yeah, we'll go to the park and look some Pokemons there. We'll go to a, a, a body of water so we can find water Pokemons. Oh, no. All the Magikarps. Whatever that is. <laughs> and th think about how fun it would be for us to be texting. And I'll be like, Will, I just caught a... Um, 
A slowed bro. A slowed bro. And you'll be like, no shit. Guess what I caught today? A dugong. A dugong. Fascinating. That would be so much fun. That sounds like a lot of fun. Listeners, I need you to do me a favor. I need you guys to hit Will up at at WillWitten3 (laughs) on Twitter. At Will, W-I-T-T-E-N, the number three on Twitter. And tell him that he needs to play some pokey pokey dudes go with me. Hashtag Pokemon no. Oh, no. Pokemon yes. (laughs) Hashtag Pokemon yes. Get him on my side, guys. And don't be like too cool for school and be like oh i'm with you will i think pokemon's done <laughs> even if you think pokemon's done do your buddy halls a favor your buddy halls he works he puts out two podcasts a week for you guys all i want you to do is just say will play some pokemon uh, go with halls hashtag pokemon yes hashtag pokemon no hashtag tag <laughs> pokemon's yes uh pokemon's pokemon's <laughs> Oh, man, if you really want me to play Pokemon with you, I'll play Pokemon no, with you. No, we'll let Twitter decide, since you fucking value their opinion more than your best friend. I don't. Tells it's you, not like... How many, have I ever I'm been just, like, you should play this game? And and then you play that game, and you're like, man, not for me. No, that's never happened. Okay. Never happened in my life. Man. I take your advice on... You're like, you should get an Xbox and play Gears of War and Halo with me. And I was like, no, man, play... Well, I'll get an Xbox. <laughs> Now all I do is play Xbox. That's true. You owe me at least a Pokemon Go month trial period. Probably I'll lose my interest in a month, but who knows? I'll be like, this is too much work. It'd be just like Rage of Bahamut. Like, oh. I don't play that shit anymore. We played that for a minute. That is that is a def- different beast. Some card yeah. collecting game. Rage of Bahamut. Know. Man, Goose was on Rage of Bahamut. I got a daily phone call about Rage of Bahamut from Goose. Oh, man. Did you get your cards? I got a fucking Emerald Dragon today, my man. Evolution 4. Man, Rage yeah. of- And then they did that Star Wars game that was just like that. Right. Wasn't great. Well, okay, at least it's not like we're asking, hey, Will, break out the 360 again. We're going to play some Yu-Gi-Oh. <laughs> I don't even know what he speaks. Digimon's better. Did What is Digimon? It's, it's one of the fucking... It's like a, it's like a Pokemon. It's like a collect them all. Like a Yu-Gi-Oh. So you're taking the fucking... Okay, oh. <laughs> listeners, I'm just going to let you know, um, you can't see this, but I just pulled out my knife, because that, that's blasphemy. Holy <laughs> shit, it's about to turn into the Beat It video, Digimon versus Pokemon up in this bitch. The show is better. Like, I've, never, I've never watched a Pokemon show. I never plan on it. But I enjoy Pokemon Go. I don't know what a single fucking Clefairy is, bro. I get a Clefairy and I'm like... What is this puffy pink looking bastard? I don't know these things. But it's fun to go out, get outside a little bit, catch some Pokemons, stop at some Poke Stops, maybe go to the gym. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's a good time. Yeah, I think sounds you should like give a it a good shot. time. I will. Well, you ju- we just no. have to buddy it up. Like, okay, we're going to go out because mm-hmm. you know what we still haven't done? We still haven't gone to play the Star Wars Battle Pod. So we're like, hey, let's go play the Battle Pod, the battle catch some pod. Pokemon on the way. Boom. On done. the way to the Galleria to go play Battle Pod? Hit some Pokemon. Stop. How many Pokestops do you think are between here 
and the Hoover and, and the Galleria. Dude, just by the Galleria. You don't want to know how many because I stop by them daily. <laughs> <laughs> he goes every day to the Pokey Stops. Oh. I got pulled over going to a Pokey Stop today. <laughs> oh. This will be all right. I'll tell this That's story. That's not helping me want to play Pokemon Go. You don't have to take it like I do, okay? So let me give I was driving back from work and I stopped to get gas at a gas station. And while the gas was filling up, I pull up my phone phone and I check out Pokemon Go. And I see on the map that there's a Pokey Stop just like just down a little bit and across the street at a church. So I close the the thing and I go, you know what? I'm gonna stop at that church, hit up that Pokey Stop, get my free items, right? And then I'll be on my way home. So I get back in the car. Pull up to the church, take out my phone, turn it on, open up Pokemon Go, and as I'm sitting there waiting for it to load, I notice there's blue lights behind me. Motherfucking cop is behind me, and he's getting out of his car. Ugh. And he just shows up, like he just comes up to my window, and he's like, um, what are you doing in this church parking lot in the middle of the day? There's nobody here, and you're just pulled over in the church parking lot. So I always take an honesty is the best policy, you know, in certain cases. With a cop and be like... It usually is with a cop. Right. And go, uh, you're ne- I mean, you're not going to believe this, but I just pulled over to go to the Pokemon stop here. He was like, are you serious? And I showed him my phone. I was like, yeah, I just pulled over. I pulled out my phone and I opened the app. And I showed it to him. And he just sort of shook his head. And he was like, well, I'm going to run your license anyway. So I gave him my license, my insurance. He went back to his car, ran that, took a couple minutes. Came back and he goes, okay, you're all clear. Try to be less suspicious next time. <laughs> yeah. I, I was so suspicious about what you did in the first... You just pulled over at a church, I guess. Or pulled into an empty parking lot and like pulled over in the very first sta- space and just stopped and parked. I don't know. He thought something was suspicious. Fishy. What are you parking and stopping for? It wasn't in the greatest part of town. It's not the worst part of town, but it's not the greatest either. Yeah. Um... So we'll move on from this, but hashtag... You need a, need a dashboard, Cam. Pokemon, Pokemon, yes. Hashtag Pokemon, no. <laughs> so, oh, excuse me. Uh, there wasn't a whole lot of Star Wars news this this week. There was one big item, basically, and then that is one of the heads of uh, ABC, one of the executives there at the network, said in an interview that they are in open talks to develop a live-action Star Wars show. Oh, that would be so awesome. To be on ABC. Um, and, that, you know, they didn't give any time sort of timeline. It just seems like they're talking to Lucas right now, Lucasfilm, and trying to get it all ironed out, figure yeah. it all out. Um, what would you want to see? Oh, a Jedi Academy show. Would a Jedi be awesome. Academy like, show. Yeah, like a Jedi's... Going through the academy and things you have to do to be a Jedi Knight. So, like, this would be set before The Force Awakens? Yeah, yeah. So Luke would have to be a character? That would be cool. Right. I mean, you would think if it's the Jedi Academy, right? Yeah. What about you, Jeff? What do you want to see? I would just love to see the stuff happening, like, just in the universe. Like, very much just things happening with... Just even the normal troops and everything. So you would be down for more of what the uh, original idea for a Star Wars live action show was. Yeah. The underworld. Yeah. That was going to be all about the that would be cool too. CD doings on the lower levels of Coruscant. Oh, yeah. That would be cool. Um, I don't know what I would really like. 
I know I want it to be set between episode six and seven. If you're going to give me that, give me make it worth something and fill in some of that timeline for me. You know, I'm not even saying that the big characters got to be there necessarily. Like there's ones, you know, if you don't want to recast, there's ones you could do. Chewie could show up for some unexplained reason. You know what I'm saying? Without right. Han. Stuff like that. The droids. Sure, I'm sure they could pay Anthony Daniels a couple of bucks and he'd strap on the gold shiny suit and fucking be in the TV show. No, you don't want to make that man get in the suit anymore. You don't think so? I don't think so. From what I know, he doesn't want to be in that fucking suit. He'd rather just do the voiceover shit. I mean, I'm pretty sure he was in the suit for eight. I know he was. <coughs> um, it's more authentic looking that way. I don't know what I would like to see. I just know where I'd like to see it take place. But I don't know. Uh, I mean, depending on how you do it, if you do it like a, an underworld type show, there could be conflict. But if you do it like set in the Republic, like I don't know of what. Because like, the First Order, like the Empire is gone. The First Order is off in the shadows sort of coming together and stuff so right. it would be i don't know what the the conflict would be that'd be interesting it'd be cool if you did a 501st tv show that would be kind of cool i would be interested to see uh a show that sort of followed like jeff was saying like some of the troops stormtroopers and stuff right that could be during the original trilogy and that would be kind of neat yeah you could have vader you could oh yeah that'd be cool because you can put any tall big motherfucker in that suit have him be Darth Vader. Yeah. But uh, like I said, that's about it for news this week. Um, did you guys have anything Star Wars that you wanted to bring up? Jeff, you got anything in your your brain? Um, Honestly, I haven't really seen much either, so I don't really have anything coming to mind. Yeah, it's the celebration and Comic-Con just happened, so it's the dead period. It's the fucking wastelands of Star Wars news right now. But it'll pick up before too long. We got a movie just like four months away yes. for the next Star Wars movie. It came up quick. Are you... Is it hard for you to be excited for Rogue One when Rogue uh, when Episode Eight is just around the corner? You know, I don't think so. I think I can... I can still be super excited for it. Right. It's just that... I have not been keeping up, so I haven't heard much about it besides just I see a ton of news on the reshoots, which, right. I mean, they'll just put up news about the drama. But, yeah, I'm still definitely excited for it. Yeah. It's one of those things where I feel like, hey, eight's two years away, but you've got this one in the middle. It's like, oh, yes. Yes, it is. I mean, look, I'm I'm excited for it, and I am glad that we do. Like, we're not just having to wait the full two years before the next Star Wars. Yeah, that's, that's awesome. very true. So, and I'm really excited for that movie. I think it's going to be great. So, do you guys want to get into some emails? Let's do the emails. E-mail. I like the emails. All right. So, our first email isn't even an email. It's a voice message from our buddy Steve. Really? And you guys might know him. Not Steve Cobra. This is uh, I'm, I'm going to call him Boston Steve because he's got a, a Boston accent. Boston. Steve. You might have heard him start off our episode a few weeks back where he was talking about how. Ice T can't even stand up to Ice Cube's jock. He yeah. Was, he was Team Ice Cube. He was Team Ice Cube. Much like myself. Um, normally, this dude sends in, I mean, these just boisterous, great messages. Like, n- this is normally what we get from him. Bro, this is a good fucking episode. <laughs> 
But this week he had a question for us that came in as a little more somber, a little more serious. So here's a, a more serious side of our buddy Steve. Bro, quick question. If it's too personal, I understand. I won't expect an answer. However, you said you're in a wheelchair, and you've mentioned your leg, bad leg, can't use the leg. If you don't mind my asking, how, how did that happen? Was there an accident? Or... Just curious. No biggie. Well, I guess this is a Blue Harvest exclusive then. I guess I've never really talked about it, huh? I I I don't know. I guess not. And trust me, you Steve, joke about it a lot. I do joke about it a lot. And Steve, I guess Steve would know. He listens. I think he did the whole catalog. Um. So, uh, what I like about that message is there's some noise going on in the background, and to me, it sounds like an old school newspaper printing press. Like he's trying to get the story for the next morning edition. He's trying to meet the deadline. The editor's pressing his, you know. Breaking news here. 33-year-old man in a wheelchair because? <laughs> if only to have like the telegraph noises going oh, on. Morse code and shit. Um, so <laughs> I actually picked out a little theme music for this on this very special episode. Of, oh, my God. Theme music is real loud. Okay, this is my theme music for my wheelchair story. You guys dig it? I do. So, when I was a kid, I lived in a neighborhood, like just a sort of suburban neighborhood. And um, I was kind of a bad kid when I was a kid. Yeah. And one day, um, my friends and I, we had these neighbors who were Japanese. And they lived like two streets over. Me and some of my friends decided to sort of break into their house one afternoon because they had this sick-ass katana on their coffee tables. No way. Yeah, and we were were like, we're taking that. So we break in. My friends hear something, and they leave. They run right out the sliding glass door. I get caught holding the katana by the, the guy that lived there. He had a family, a wife and a son about my age. Yeah. And he was not happy. Right? And he told me, like, how dare you try to steal this? This I won this, whatever. Well, he goes that evening to see my parents. Like, he didn't call the cops. He just told my parents, hey, uh, I need to come talk to you about your son when I come over tonight. And so he comes over, and he sits my parents down, and he's like, look, he tried to break into my house, blah, 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 but I don't want to call the cops. You know, my parents are real fucking apologetic. Oh, we're so sorry. And he tells him, uh, look, instead of calling the cops, why don't you let me train him in martial arts? It'll bring him discipline. It'll set him back on the right right path. So I was like, all right, cool. Well, I go and train. That's what I started. I mean, I was into martial arts movies. Yeah. So I was like, fuck yeah. That is an awesome plan. Right. Tried to break into this house, this guy's house, and instead train me in martial arts. Yeah. Fuck yeah. So you know what I did? I went and trained in martial arts. Turns out he wasn't so interested in training me in martial arts as he was in letting his kid whip my ass. Oh, shit. I was basically his kid's practice dummy. Oh, no. Yeah. Well, I was going to quit, and I stayed in it, and I, like we had a confrontation. Fast forward a few years, and his son dies. He was in a car accident. What? Sucked. But I told him I wanted to complete, complete my training. 
So he continued to train me. And this dude took it out on me. He was making me grab goldfish out of bowls, like out of fish bowls. Yeah. He was fucking... He had this device where, like, he pulled my limbs in four directions, and I had to try and pull myself down. Right. Terrible. Whip my ass all the time. Well, finally, on the day I was able to beat that contraption, he said my training was done. Fast forward a couple, another couple of years. I get invited to participate in a secret martial arts tournament held in Hong Kong called the Kumite. Oh, my God. So I went. Right? And I, I went... Like, I was under contract with the government, and they followed me. Like, they were not happy. So I had these two dudes trying to get me to come back to the Americas and fucking do my job. I was AWOL for my job, bro, in Hong Kong. Well, I don't want to get into much of it because I don't want to brag, but let's just say I whipped some ass. All right? Did you make him say Matei? Well, the big big bad guy, the guy that was, like, my main competition was this guy named Chong Lee. Yeah. And... It did not go so well when we fought. Yeah. He cheated. Did he? He did. He had a like a pill or something in the band of his his kickboxing shorts. Are you kidding me? No, and he reached in and he crushed that shit up and he threw it in my eyes. Uh-uh. And I couldn't see. And I was like, oh, oh, oh. And then he rolled me over and he stomped on my back and broke my back. Uh-uh. And that's why I'm in a wheelchair. Dude. I'm so sorry that that happened to you. You knew this. I mean, come on, man. I've told you this story. I, you, you've never gone into that much detail about it. Well, okay. I just slims, but for those that don't know, that was the plot of Bloodsport. Yeah, that was Jean Claude Van Damme. <laughs> <laughs> I just gave you the plot. So no, what really happened was I was born with spina bifida, and that is a no. This is for real. Like I'm not gonna. F- <laughs> I just did a four minute Bloodsport fake story. I you know um, I thought it was coming around to a crippled ghost eventually. Honestly. You know what? I figured to go a little classier that's what with I was, it. That's what I was ready for. I thought we were bringing it back to the beginning where you just had the leg swept. <laughs> oh. oh, dude. See, this is why you need multiple writers in the room. You got the guy that punches it up like Jeff here. Like you go, you put down a solid foundation and here he's like, here is a tag. Here's a tag for you. Just bringing it back. <laughs> so I, I was born with spina bifida, which is a condition where you're born with a chunk of your spine poking out of your skin. Like, it's not covered. Gnarly, right? So, what? some of the things that come from that is, like, nerve damage. Like, one of my legs, I can't feel at all. The other one, I have most of the feeling in, but it's not 100% there. My dick works fine. You guys know this. You heard You heard my fiancé tell everybody. Oh, does it? That, that, oh. Hey, that's what she said. She said, she didn't say it was great. She said it was fine. You may not be able to stand up, but you can stand up in it. All right, that's what Will said. There we go. Um, so that's what's going on. It was just uh, a birth defect? Is that what you would classify that I guess as? that is. That's a birth defect. I was born with a birth defect, and one of my legs is way shorter than the other. Like, if you've ever seen Scary Movie 2, that guy, the butler that has the one baby arm, you know what I'm talking about? And he, like, sticks it in the pie, and he's like, my germs. Everybody gets all grossed out. That's me, but <laughs> my my leg instead of... Uh, um, a baby arm. What's so, you know, I guess I lucked out there. Baby legs way better than baby arm, right? Baby arm's pretty badass, though. I, I say that because I'm like, oh, fuck. If we got a listener with a baby arm, I don't want him to feel bad. Yeah, right? No, that baby arm's badass, my friend. <laughs> I'd see you and I'd be like, oh, man. 
you baby, got the good end or, of the deal. Baby arm, you could pull like that Deadpool cosplay. When That's a good arm. cosplay <laughs> if you got a baby arm. That's that true. is a good cosplay idea. See? Fucking tags, man. Boom. Like, the man is creative. The thing is, like, I'm sitting here thinking about it right now. Like, if I had a baby arm instead of baby leg and I could walk around, I wouldn't be having to huff it in my wheelchair trying to catch all these goddamn Pokemons. There was a chick in college that had a baby arm in the cafeteria. Oh, yeah? Yeah. She's a nice lady? From what I remember, yeah. I, that, there is no rest of that story. That's just the only time. <laughs> That's it. That's, That's the, the only time I've ever encountered that in my life at all. All right. <laughs> old-fashioned. Stiff. Stiff old-fashioned. Next up, we got a, uh, a question that wasn't an uh, email question. It wasn't a voice question. It was a Twitter question. A tweet. This comes from our buddy Patrick, who's been crushing listening to episodes. He has. He listened to the whole catalog in like a month. Yeah. So thanks, Thanks, yeah, buddy. way to go, dude. <clears throat> Will and Halls. Now that Thrawn has been announced for Rebels Season 3, what other aspects of the old EU would you like to see brought into new canon? Are there any old stories or characters you'd like to see updated? And what changes would you make to the original to make it fit better in the new canon? Thanks. Piatric. Um, I'll go first. Uh, I would say if I could... If I could pick one thing from the old EU and make it canon, and it's something that's not even, like, you could make it canon without it really affecting anything because of how old it is. It's the uh, the Tales from the Jedi stuff. Oh, my God. Get out of my brain. Really? I yeah. I was going to say, like, I don't really want any of that other stuff really back at all. I'd really want to see how they're going to do with it nowadays. You know, I, it's cool that Thrawn came back. I'm not oh, saying I am. Not, that's, that's not what I'm saying, but, like... What I want to see uh, is that old school, like the really old Star Wars, the like, Exar Kun. And that's what I'm like, talking about. Tales of the Jedi. Right. And the thing is, is like Darth Bane. And like there are some parts of that that don't necessarily hold up. Um, I still think it's pretty great. But if you bring it back into canon, that gives you a ch- Like what if they did? Well, you then know, do like, it right then. Do it how you want to do it. Think about it this way. You know how DC does um, like you can the killing joke. Like they do their own little animated movies right right what if star wars did little animated straight to video movies that were like in that era the they did a trilogy of um the that that what i'm talking about that the old republic or, or the don't not the what was that sh- i can't i just blanked on it and i'm sitting here waxing poetic about it i'm fucked up tonight you guys you're gonna have to excuse a brother you have to give me the rest was, of your old fashioned. no way <laughs> no way. Are you thirsty? You need a water? I do need water. <laughs> have some water. That's cotton mouth. Don't drink it right up in the mic, but have some of that tasty water. <laughs> See, I'm a good host, man. I got some water by my side for my guests. Like, yeah, we're drinking out of the same bottle of water, but I don't care. I know my man ain't got hep. Hep C. Nope, I'm clean. Clean as a whistle, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> That's why he's Will the Ass Crusher Witten. Oh. It's really not. I don't know that I should be an ass crusher. I don't know that that's a positive connotation. Eh. But it's a fun one. He's a gentleman. Will's a gentle. The, the gentleman ass crusher. <laughs> oh, did this just evolve like a Pokemon's? Oh. Is he going from oh. Will ass crusher Witten to the gentleman ass crusher? Oh my goodness! I can't believe we're. You know, like in the this. baby got back video when it's just those mountains of butts. 
I see you standing on top of one of those dressed like a gentleman, like in a tux with a monocle and like a cigarette, but one of those like I'm starting to make you sound so like, like a I'm T Pain like I'm T T Pain and a freak nick is what no. you just described. No, to I me. was making it sounded like the fucking penguin from Batman. <laughs> I was like, mm, he's not so much a gentleman, huh? Like in a nice tuxedo with a revolver and a lady on your arm. There we go. The gentleman ass crusher. Mm. No. <laughs> so, <laughs> so what about you, Jeff? What what would you bring into canon? Jeez, um cuz I don't know that much about it, but was there a game he played? We know you played Tie Fighter, but there's not a ton. Yeah, there's of story not a story there. Like um, Shadows of the Empire or Yeah, okay. see that gets, starts to get a little tricky. Um well, as much as I do know from Extended universe from the games, like it'd be cool to have Mara Jade. Like that was a cool aspect, kind of. That's true. Yeah, I, I. So I know Dave Filoni said, like someone asked him at Celebration, "Are you going to bring Mara Jade into Rebels because they're bringing Thrawn?" And he was like, "No." But that doesn't mean that that type of that archetype, at least, won't show up at some other point. You know, that's true. Um. You just run into that tricky situation where she's Luke's wife and, like... You don't want yeah, exactly. everybody else to be really upset when like, she's not Luke's wife. You know what I'm saying? use her like that. And, well, and you don't want to bring her in and then immediately people be like, oh, that's Luke's wife and raise their kid and something happened to her. You know what I'm saying? Right. And Laura Dern's playing her in episode eight and shit like that. Like, shit could happen with that one. Right. But... Once again, it's not like a... I thought it was a pretty good character. They did that... Did you ever play... Um, I guess it was... Dark Forces? Yeah, it was um, Dark Forces 2 Jedi, Jedi Knight. Knight. The expansion, expansion to that was focused on her. Yeah, it was something of the Sith. Hmm. You can get all those games pretty cheap on Steam and good old games now. And Yeah. I'd like to go back and play some of those older Star Wars PC games, because... I played them when I was a kid. I'd like to revisit them. I say that, and then I download, like, all right, I'm going to start with Dark Forces. And I start playing, I'm like, this is butt. I see why I quit this. Why Why does this, this does not look good as Witcher 3 on my 4K TV with my fancy new Xbox. Oh, my goodness. It's beautiful, by the way. Man. Just to behold. I've had a good week. That's why I'm in such a good mood, man. I've had a good old week. Good old week. Sound like Ice Cube. <laughs> oh, hold on. We're going to pause it for just a second, listeners. Okay, that's better. Will brought up uh, Ice Cube's Today Was a Good Day, and I fucking had to cue it up. Am I talking smoother? I feel like I came back talking like, yeah, what's up? Sound like you put fertilizer on your balls. (laughs) (laughs) So let me get to our next email. The next email, I I hope you like it, because um, this is going to be... Um, what's playing under your email? Shit, we got a lot of emails this week, my friends. Alright. Our first email is up from our buddy Brad. For you guys that don't remember, Brad is the one that sent us the email about the lady on Tumblr that wanted to get Kylo Ren's uh, cross-guard lightsaber up her butt till it came out her nostrils. (laughs) Do you remember that? I do. I do remember. So this is what Brad had to say. I just want to say that I loved the podcast last week. I noticed a slight mistake I figured you might want to know about. 
While discussing comic book movies, you mispronounced the worst comic book movie origins, Wolverine. The proper pronunciation is Batman v Superman, Dawn of Justice. <laughs> Love the podcast and don't bother apologizing for going off topic. There isn't another podcast out there that can fulfill my love of Star Wars as well as my love for Reebok pumps. <laughs> Brad Love. Oh, sorry, Brett. Hope you. My bad. I try not to say their last names. You can. Uh, you can. We can fix that in post. We can bleep yeah, we'll that. fix that in post. I got production. Brad, if I forget to fix it because I'm a little fucked up and I'm trying to get the podcast up tonight, I hope you forgive me. I ain't trying to lose any blue harvesters. Not a single one. Um, have you seen Batman versus Superman? I have not, and you haven't. Either. I haven't either. Well, there goes that conversation. We have to settle this somehow. Okay. Here's a question: Did you ever own a pair of pumps? Never did. Right on. I didn't know if that was before your time, because you're a little younger than us. Yeah, you're not it, in. It was during my time, but it's just I never I wasn't a Reebok guy growing up. See, this would be the perfect. I don't want to retell the story of us taking him to his. Well, you weren't there, unfortunately. Uh, me taking, I'll take credit for it. Me taking Jeff to his first strip club the day he turned eighteen. This is true. And a bottom of lap dance. Good man. That was a good day. Tell them about it, Ice Cube. Well, that's a good day. <laughs> Our next one is uh, from Richie from Boston. Halls and Will. I just wanted to clarify something really quick for you, Halls. I apologize for the baseball analogy last week. You remember he made the baseball analogy, and I was like, I don't know what that what is. What the fuck that means? Well, let me tell you, that's going to be a reoccurring explanation in emails. People felt inclined. And by the way, thank you. Now yeah. I feel like I know what you guys are talking about. A 500 team in sports loses as many games as it wins. It is very me mediocre, just, a, just like Kia D. Mundy. This week, I want to take a few minutes to play a little game. I call it, What's He Thinking? Have you ever taken a character in Star Wars and wondered just what the heck is going through his or her head when they're not speaking? Just take some of your favorite moments and insert a thought bubble. It's great. Let me share some here. There's that scene in Return of the Jedi. Okay, When Luke turns himself over to Vader... The stormtroopers in the area don't make a peep through most of the scene, but they've got to be thinking something. When Luke says, I know, Father, my stormtrooper thought bubble would say, holy shit, he does have a dick. What about poor Yaddle in The Phantom Menace? Not a single speaking line. What does her thought bubble say? Suck his dick to get on the council I did 200 years ago, that was. Ashamed I still am. Oh, man. That's dark. Poor Yaddle. That's and kinda, lasting, it's kind of dark, bro. <laughs> that's, that's dark. There's there's a little darkness in our man, Richie. You know, but there's darkness in us as well. There is. Mine just comes out when I'm trying to. I don't know when my darkness comes out. And lastly, what about our man Kia D Mundy? Remember that lot, look of horror as the clones pointed their weapons at him? I have got to start stop charging in head first. Got any you can think of, Richie from Boston? What were they thinking in certain scenes? Like, I don't know if this counts, but do you ever remember, like, ever wonder, like, what it was like for uh, Han Solo to be in Carbonite for a year? Like, did he have dreams? Yeah, like, and what he was thinking when he came out of it. Yeah. 
or like the thing is is like it was it did he have dreams or was it like when you get anesthesia and you just go out and you don't you're under and then all of a sudden you're awake yeah do you have any idea what someone was thinking like during you want to play the game that's what i'm trying to say mm-hmm. well mm-hmm. i'm passing you the ball um don't be a 500 team um I'm thinking. I'm not a 500 team. You're not, man. You're a 4,000 team. Whatever. Um, You're like the dream team basketball team back in the day at the Olympics. The dream team. I like remember that shit. Some of the dudes that get strangled by Darth Vader. The guy that's like, I shall take responsibility personally. You oh. Know, like He's thinking, he? it's been a good ride. I'm about to go down. <laughs> or like, how could you, like, just run. Just like... Because he's seen it happen. Right. He knows what happens. Right. Like, if he was the first guy Darth Vader ever choked, then he'd be thinking, holy shit, this escalated quickly. Right. But if you are the guy that gets choked after seeing Darth Vader choke the guy that was previously ahead of you... Right. Then you're like, oh, I'm, I'm about to die. This was a good one. I guess I served my empire dutifully. Jeff? Come on, man. We've We've... Come on. You know what? It would be interesting to just see the thought bubbles on Moss. On Moss. <laughs> just sitting there. Who knows what she's thinking? Oh, right? my God. It could probably fill a book. It's some Wookiee Tumblr stuff for sure. Oh, my God. She likes that Wookiee. She likes that Wookiee. I like that Wookiee. I'm afraid to... You know there is some horrible shit. Oh, I didn't even somewhere. think about it till you just said something. Out there on the corner now of the I, internet. I just imagine. everyone immediately go out and just Google no, Moss no, Kanata no. Rule 34. No. What is Rule 30? What's the Rule oh, 34? It's a weird. It's, it's, it's like, like in the dark side of the internet. It's all the it? weird fan I think, fiction. Like I don't know. And shit. But if I'm not mistaken, Rule 34 is if it exists, there is porn of it. Yeah, basically. I if I if I'm not mistaken. Hmm. <laughs> Why is it the thirty fourth rule? I don't know. I think it's rule thirty four of the internet or some shit like that. I don't know. Huh. I'm I'm speculating here. Now I'm, you're making me have to look it up now. Well, um, let me think. What else? I don't know. Like this is one of those things where I'm going to be like watching the movie tomorrow, watching a movie tomorrow, and be like, oh, I should have said. That scene where fucking uh, Urban Dictionary Rule 34 generally accepted internet rule that states that pornography or sexually related material exists for any conceivable subject. Hmm. Well, there you go, ladies and gentlemen. Everybody's probably sitting there being like, oh, dude, I know what that means. And I'm the dummy that's like, no, I don't know that. Let's keep this music going. This is going to be the one where fucking iTunes is like, you got to take that shit down. (laughs) Well, the first thing that pops up on Google for Maz Kanata Rule 34 is Chewbacca Rule 34. So I'm just not even. Yeah. No, that's not good. I am not feeling lucky today. (laughs) That is foul. All right. The next one is from our buddy Dave. Dave is the guy stick to the story on Twitter. He's the guy that you'll see carving all those wands and staves. And... You know, Jesse won a, uh, a contest from him. Really? He got 25,000 followers on Twitter. I was like, damn, Dave, I got to start carving shit. Yeah. Fucking 25,000 from carving shit? That's good. Yeah. Man's an entrepreneur, as Lando would say. 
So he had a contest, and uh, all you had to do was like like or retweet this photo, and you'd be put in for a drawing to win a wand. Jesse won a wand. He's got a That's wand awesome. on the way. Yeah. Nice. So this is what Dave had to say. Another great episode last week. Love hearing new co-hosts. Speaking of that, thanks, Jesse, for winning my wand giveaway. She chose a Luna Lovegood as a bonus. And as a bonus, I'm sending two Star Wars wands and some of the Star Wars Kinder toys for you as well. Oh, sweet. Also, a picture in my head. I picture in my head the theme song to Top Gun Danger Zone by Kenny Loggins while Goose and Maverick, a.k.a. Halls. Whipping up some fresh bologna Big Macs while doing the Carlton dance from Fresh Prince. <laughs> also, as discussed on the last episode, my favorite scene with score that gets me every time and is the Empire in battle is M- Empire at the Battle of Hoth when Luke takes out the Walker and all the Rebel troops cheer and run towards the ATAT and blow it up. It chokes me up every time. The score in the background is so good as well. Keep up the great shows. We'll be ordering some shirts in the near future. Have to check if they can ship to Canada. I believe they can. The Great White North. Right on. There wasn't really a question in there. I do like him thinking about me and Goose listening to Highway to the Danger Zone. While no, 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 no. Is that, that, is that what that song? Yeah. No, 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 no. All right. Sweet. Just bring it back to Top Gun again this episode. Of, <laughs> there's been a lot of Top Gun references this le- episode, ladies and gentlemen. Kenny Loggins. I'm trying this new um, podcast persona. Where I just say ladies and gentlemen all the time like a cheese dick radio host. Oh, hello there, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Tradio. <laughs> I'm your host, Halls Burkhart. The new opening song is going to be um, Ladies and Gentlemen by Saliva now. <laughs> I don't even know that song. I'm just going to say. No. That was a bad tag. <laughs> yes. <laughs> man. man Thumbs not, down. He, look. Look, he normally bats hey, a thousand. Hey, hey, no one's a golden goose. They don't lay. They don't lay golden eggs every time. Well, you know, he'll have something. He's just play it cool, hot shot. Okay, okay, play it cool, hot shot. You'll get it. <laughs> our next one is from our good old buddy Joe, who got his blue harvest shirt in today. Nice. I bet she's going to look handsome as hell in it. You know he will. You know how you can look handsome as hell, or as beautiful as hell, however you want to be classified. Get yourself a Blue Harvester Blue Only Big Mac shirt. Will and Halls, things are busy on my side of the world, but you wanted to throw out... <laughs> wanted to, I'm cracking myself up because I'm being such a fucking cheese dick. Go ahead and get yourself a Blue Only Big Mac shirt. But wanted to throw out a quick... No, qu- it's good. It's good. I like it. <laughs> but wanted to throw out a quick question in case you don't get many emails this week. By the way, it is awesome how many more emails are... Or, wait, how many more people are listening to your podcast? I've got two co-workers to listen recently. That awesome. is awesome. Thank you, Joe. Anyways, I'm about halfway done with the novel Aftermath Life Debt. It's got potential to be my favorite new canon novel. So now that we have several new canon novels released, what are your favorite and least favorite? The Luke Skywalker novel was my least favorite, which is especially disappointing since he's my favorite character. I think Bloodline and Lost Stars are tied for my favorite. Keep up the great work, Joe. Well, thanks for the email, Joe. Thanks for the email. However, I feel like this is going to be one of those things that only I can speak to, because I know neither one of you guys have read any of these Star Wars bigs. Nope. Negative. Okay. Uh, Real quickly, I would say right now my favorite is Bloodline, followed by Lords of the Sith, which I really like, the Darth Vader novel. I have not read them all. My least favorite would be the Luke Skywalker book. 
Uh, second least favorite would probably be the first aftermath. And Lost Stars would probably be third, Boom. which I also really liked it. I just really liked that Darth Vader book for some reason, so it edges out. But I'm getting caught up on my Darth Vader, or Darth Vader. Getting caught up on my Star Wars books. Been listening to those audio books. So, uh, next up is our buddy Evan. Evan has uh, one of my favorite things he does when he lo- writes in. He does the yes/no game, so we'll get to participate, everybody. So get your nice. your yes/no now. To explain the concept of the game, he gives you a statement, and you got to either say yes or no to it. However, he's always like, you know, he the rule of the game is no discussion. Well, it always dissol- devolves into a little discussion, doesn't it? Though. So. But that's what brings us here. Hello to my two favorite podcasters in the business. Thanks, It's boss. been a while since I've written in. I know, buddy. And hey, you know what? Don't let Jeff saying fuck you to you earlier change that was that out moment. of love. But I just want him to work harder. But I'm glad to be sending in an email again. First off, thank you to everyone who's purchased a Baloney Big Mac or Blue Harvest Samurai shirt. It means a lot to not only have Will and Halls dig it, but you guys too. And it won't be too direct, but we have another one coming on its way. Here's a hint. It involves ass crushing. Oh, no. Anyways, I wanted to make this return email to the yes-no game like before. This one is Rogue One themed, so you guys got your yes-nos on. We'll go in uh, order every question. Will, Jeff, me. You ready? Every character of the main squad who steals the plans will be dead by the end of the movie. No. No. I'm also going to say no. Not everyone. There will be heavy casualties. Right. Not everyone. It's a Disney movie. It's Darth Vader in the back to tank. No. No. All right. I'll say yes to be contrarian. The one thing I would say is maybe it's not a back to tank. I'm wondering if that's some part of the super weapon. If I were gonna if I if I'm gonna show Darth Vader, I'm not gonna show him weakened and in a back to tank. Just if I'm that director. Well, I don't think Evan's implying that's the only time we see Vader. But like what if that's part of Vader's upkeep? He's he's got burns all over his body. I, it should be. Probably is. So maybe you know, I could see how he could be. If that is a back to tank and there's someone in it, I could see it maybe being Vader. The Emperor will make an appearance. No. Yes. I say no. Our buddy uh, Jeff is here is fucking, um, he's feeling positive on that he's one. He's an Emperor fan. Yeah. Fucking, you know if it happens, when it happens, Goose, you better come. Just in, You better come see Rogue One with us on opening night just in case Palpatine is in it. And when it happens, man, I need a, a big old, oh man, Sheev Palpatine. That's your boy, Goose. When you... When you do Star Wars marathons, you'll watch Rogue One after Revenge of the Sith and before A New Hope. I will. Yeah. Yes. Yes, no doubt. That's where it goes. Yeah. It will be incorporated into the marathon. Right. And it'll go where it fits. Saul Guerrera, for you guys uh, who might not know for sure, that's Forrest Whitaker's character, will die in the film. Yes. 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 Jedi will be mentioned as a myth like they were in The Force Awakens in this film. 
No. But only but what no uh, no. Yes. I will say probably yes. Only because you have those two that spiritual character. You, Donnie Yen's character. You even see you, I mean, you have the spiritual character of Donnie Yen and she even says in one of those clips, May the force be with us like Yeah. Maybe not specifically of the Jedi, but of the Force, you know, maybe not. This film score will give us hope for Star Wars music post-John Williams. Yes. Yes. I'll say yes just to be positive, because I want it to be really badass. Um, Jen and Cassian will deliver will develop romantic feelings for one another. Jen and Cassian? That's Diego Luna's character. That's the uh, uh, Cassian Andor. I think it'd be better if they didn't, but they probably will. Yes. I'm going to say no. I would say yes, but maybe not like full on, like maybe sort of like a flirtatious, like she's sassy and he's like, hey, don't be so sassy. We got a, mi- we got a fucking mission to do. And she's like, don't fucking tell me what to do. Like one of those, like sort of an early Han and Leia type deal. Yeah, I don't know yeah. if it'll they'll have time for full on romance. This will be the last time we hear James Earl Jones do Darth Vader's voice, whether by no future Vader appearances or by his passing. Ooh, that's dark. I'm gonna be positive and say no. I want to say I want to say no, but I have to say yes. Um, I'm going to say no, because maybe we'll see him in Rebels again. And, you know, maybe, uh, man, that's going to be, I'm going to be You bummed. know they probably have the dude that's going to do it after him already lined up. Like, Dang, Evan, thanks for getting me down, buddy. He knows how to get you in the feels. <laughs> yeah, I'm just kidding. Um, next up is our buddy Vincent, who is uh, the guy that's part of the Mandalorian mercs. He says, hey, guys, it's been a, bit, a busy few works at week. Oh, my God. I'm struggling here in the the last quarter mile. It's been a few bu- busy few weeks at work, and unfortunately, that means that I fell behind two episodes. Two pretty freaking sweet episodes. Loved all the costume talk and the Kia D Monday smack talk. Always kills. Now onto the creamy cheese of this baloney Big Mac of an email. Mm. I may have the best car exterior. Of a Mandalorian, but under that, underneath that is a huge Obi Wan fan fanboy. This is a man right up my fucking alley. Right? Hell, my underneath my Mandalorian armor is literally Obi Wan disguised as a Death Watch commando from the Clone Wars. I don't remember who said it, but the fact that they skipped the possible Obi Wan trilogy for a Han Solo trilogy does kind of run rub me the wrong way. But hey, that's just the fanboy in me. But I admit I am looking forward to the scene where Han meets Chewie, but really hope that the Han Solo movie isn't the Iron Man 2 of Star Wars movies. I'd like to take a moment to explain the baseball reference that was made by Richard from last week. A baseball team that goes .500 is like the caramel macchiato or stormtrooper of baseball teams. Kind of like the basic bitch of teams. They aren't going to the World Series, but they participate. (laughs) So he's kind of saying that Kia D was there, but he really didn't do much. Guess you can guess what kind of what side of the Kia D Mundi spectru- spectrum I align myself with. Always a great episode, Vinny. There's so, a lot of Kia D Mundi hate out there. Um, I'll say this: what he said about the um, the Obi Wan 
movie getting pushed aside for a Han Solo movie or, or trilogy of movies, that doesn't mean we still can't get an Obi-Wan movie. That's what I was thinking. The universe is big enough. They may yeah. be just waiting for him to get a little bit older. They could be. That could be it. You know? But I don't think they should I, wait too long. I'm telling you right now, I don't know how long it's going to take. Maybe it'll take until after Rogue One comes out. But I need to hear what that third ex- fucking spinoff movie is going to be. You're itching. You're itching, itching for information. So if it's not Boba Fett, I can just go ahead and be like, oh, damn. And so I can know what the next one is. So we can fucking have something to talk about. Right. All right. Getting close to the end of the emails here. Let me see who we got up next. It's our buddy Aaron. Fellow Black Series aficionado Aaron. Dear Halls and Will, the last few episodes have been great. I love hearing more guests on the podcast. Calvin, Jeremy the Space Barbarian, and the always awesome Sal from Now This Is Podcasting were all fantastic guests. Well, thanks, buddy. Paul's blowing out his pumps, and the whole shoe conversation from last week was fantastic. Also, I believe Will brought up the topic of old boxes of cereal. I I did. I have a 27-year-old box of sealed Batman cereal, the one that came with the Batman piggy bank. Anyways, I've heard Halls mention a few times now that he doesn't think that Ahsoka would translate well into a live-action film. While I agree that it might be iffy, I would really be interested in seeing what the people at Lucasfilm and Disney could come up with because I really enjoy the character, and she is without a doubt my favorite thing about the Clone Wars. I haven't begun digging into Rebels yet, but I'm excited about starting it. I do believe that at some point we will see her, even in a small role. It seems like they almost have to with the popularity of the character. What do you think the odds are seeing a live-action Ahsoka Tanu? And how could they work her in without it feeling forced? Thanks again, as always, gentlemen, and may the force be with you. P.S. I've rel- relatively fallen in love with Clone Wars, which is a fantastic show. Halls, you gave me a small guide a while back, and I also found some really good Ahsoka episodes to fill out my viewing. Man, that show has some really excellent stuff in it and has absolutely expanded my appreciation of the Star Wars universe. Thanks again, Aaron. I'm glad you're digging Clone Wars, buddy. It is a good time. You know what I'd like to do one time, one day? You know, the weird thing about Clone Wars is it was aired out of chronological order. Like, so episodes take place, like arcs take place in different points throughout the timeline in the Clone Wars. Well, after the show was finished, they put out a chronological timeline of the show. And I would like to go and watch it chronologically someday. It'd be a lot. It'd be kind of a hassle trying to skip around all kinds of different episodes and different seasons, because it's weird. Like the first two episodes chronologically are like two episodes from season two or three. Yeah. Then it's the movie. Then it's you know, these arcs and these arcs and these arcs. It's weird. Um. Do you think we'll ever see live action Ahsoka? I think it would be awesome, and I think you could set it in between the end of. Clone Wars and the beginning of Rebels to what she was up to before she met up with the Rebels crew, and I think that would be awesome. That would be awesome. That would be awesome. I can't deny that. I would be down to see that. I just think it's a hard character to pull off the look of in live action. You know, on a consistent main character basis. Right. There's a couple of her her species, that's the correct term. In the background in, um, like, the Battle of Geonosis and stuff. And, but, you know, they're far away. They're not, like, super featured. They're not talking. And 
really moving around full frame and stuff. They could do it. I think they could. You know, they could find a way to do it. It just and it would look good. Yeah. Do you even know who Ahsoka is, Joe? I do. Okay, cool. I do. I actually do now. But um, yes, yeah, one of those things where I would love to see it. Um, I don't know that much about the character, but the one I do know, it would be really interesting. Mm-hmm. But it's just once again one of those things where you have to be so careful with it just to make sure it yeah. doesn't feel like fan service. And then yeah, but seeing her like if she has the white lightsabers and shit, the two white lightsabers whipping some ass, being Ahsoka and all wise and shit, I could. I could fucking be down with that, for sure. And our last email of the evening, as I limp across the finish line, is from our buddy, Tomas. Hey guys, so if Ray, Finn, and Poe, maybe even Kylo Ren make it through this trilogy, do you think, slash, would you be opposed to having episode 10, 11, 12 being another trilogy around those main characters, or would you like more of a passing of the torch kind of movie? Black Series update. So, Tomas has gotten the Black Series bug, and he's been collecting. He likes to send me um, a little bit of uh, update and let us know what he's done. Today, I found an elusive General Huck 6-inch behind four Zuvios in GameStop. That's it, though. Yeah, that's it, though, but that's a fucking huge find there, Tomas. There was also an LO Atsy, but I only brought 25 bucks with me, so I couldn't get both. Still suck- stoked about the Hucks. Thanks, dudes, and I gotta say, the podcast gets better every episode. Tomas. Well, thanks, buddy. Thanks, man. That's That means a lot. So let's start with you, Jeff, since you're our special guest. If Poe, any of the characters survive, or of our new main characters, Finn, Poe, Ray, maybe even Kylo, would you be opposed to the next trilogy focusing on them, or would you want it to pass on to even the next generation? You know, I'd like to see it still focus on them, but you always want to have new stories and everything. Yeah, like, I think it would be awesome. Like, I like those characters so much that I'm down for another three movies with them after this. Yeah, that's you know, true. Makes it. Um, and I, I almost wonder if the reason, like, they're doing them every two years. That's way faster. It used to take, you know, almost a decade to get a whole Star Wars trilogy out. We're going to have one out within six years. And that's appropriate. You know, and, for something that can make that kind of money. And that makes me wonder if maybe we'll get like a two-year gap and there we'll get two spinoff movies like back-to-back and then, you know, that gives them time to ramp up for another. I'm saying that and, and that's being like uh, thinking positively because, you know, I've heard some people say they should take a break and then in 20 years come back and have, you know, Daisy Ridley, John Boyega, whoever come back like they did with Han and Leia and all them. And that's cool. Like, I know I would be excited, but I don't, I'm, I'm not patient enough for that, man. Like, I need a, a, and then you need a faster than that, my guys. What would you think about another trilogy focusing on those characters? I would love it. I but, mean, I, I'd be totally down with it. Jeff is right. Like, even if it is those characters, you've got to introduce new characters and at least set up. The universe has to grow no matter yeah. what. Right, right. Yeah, because I'd love to see in that time frame, like later on, like Poe come back as like a general or something, or right. head of like a squadron, something right. like he's kind of like the logistical head or something. That'd be cool. You, my friend, are a big old Poe fanboy. I like got, this. He I, has got you know, I kind of a, a man crush. That's hey, man. I don't blame him. Oscar Isaac's is fucking handsome. How does this work? Do you talk? Do I talk? All right. Well, I think that's going to about do it for us this week. Um, I want to thank everybody that wrote in. That was awesome of you guys. 
I want to thank our buddy Jeff for coming by and being on the podcast hey, again. Hey. For his three-peat. Yes. If you like our theme song and you want to check out that band, you should check out Stoned Cobra. They've got a new album, Armed and Hammered, available for only five bucks. Five buckaroos. On iTunes or at stonedcobra.bandcamp.com. Or you could stream it on Spotify. You could. Boom. Um, yeah. We definitely plugged the t-shirts enough, so why don't we call it a night, my guys. For Blue Harvest, a Star Wars podcast, I'm your host, Hans Burkhart. And I'm your host, Will Witten. And I'm here, and I'm Jeff. <laughs> and I'm here, and I'm Jeff. Hooray! Uh, yay! I had a stroke. May the force be with you. May the force be with all of you. May the force be with us. <laughs> <laughs>